0: It's really good to be with you today. You know, um, you, you drive around and, and you find your, your places uh, in this city. We, our family moved here from Baton Rouge in 2014, and, and we, we were driving around, and, and it took us a while to, to adjust to Shreveport culture. Um, and and really we were not feeling necessarily very comfortable, and then we began to have folks that we connected with, that we said, well, maybe we need to find uh, our tribe. And it was really good, um, when I realized that, uh, All Souls was here across the street from our church. It was good, because I remember great friendships with UU seminary students my seminary years at Emory University, and, and so I thought, well, maybe maybe these folks across the street can help us find our tribe too. Soon I I forgot how we got connected, Barbara, but we did and uh, quickly kind of realized that we had a lot of things in common and, and a lot of similar passions for for the work that communities like this one and like Grace Community Across the Street were were really trying to do. Uh, trying to uh, make a difference trying to make this space uh, that's ours this city that is our the neighborhoods that we live and breathe in uh places that were more just more peaceful more kind more compassionate and how difficult it is Uh, i'll describe it as it seemed to me that, unlike other places i've lived uh, that there was a, a certain religious edge to the place uh a certain set of assumptions about what he meant to be people of faith and a, and a certain way of living that out in the world. And, and it became difficult to pave an alternative way. It was even hard to say I was pastor. I realized saying I was pastor brought all the stuff to the table. Baggage. <laughs> and the baggage that it brought were, were, were pieces of luggage that I did not recognize. Power coercion and control, telling people what to think or to do when I'd rather just have conversation and ask lots of questions. And so I was really thankful, Barbara, when we encountered each other. And I'm so glad that you've given me the opportunity to come and speak to your people. It is an honor. And so on behalf of the people across the street, your neighbors, (laughs) uh, I want to thank you. And we are so thankful that we are across the street from each other. And I believe that divine life is sneaky like that. Who knows what divine life has up her sleeve about our life together. I have a hunch that we are meant to be subversives together. The primary creation myth of the Christian tradition is that at the beginning, there was chaos, and all of a sudden, divine life shows up and that the breath of that divine life made us who we are. And just like your first primary principle of dignity to all of humanity, that dignity is rooted, we say, in the Christian tradition, in the fact that divine life lives in all of us me, neighbor, friend, and unfortunately even enemy. <laughs> oh yes, yes, uh, I too would love for divine life not to live an enemy. It would make it easier for me, but, but it does. And I would even say even more than that, that, that the creation myth does us something else, and that is that, that dignity and, and goodness and wholeness also lives in creation. And that we are indeed interconnected from the very beginning of time. And that that interconnection is it's fragile and, and, and it struggles, but, but it's, it's, it's a key aspect of what it means to be a creative order. And so we look around at our neighbors. We look at our city and we realize that we struggle Recognizing the dignity of the other, we uh, turn on the news or get our notifications on our iPhones, and we realize that, that something is just not quite functioning like it should. And he brings sadness, but it also brings anger, disappointment and despair. And we are in a season in our culture and in our country where there's enough despair to go around. I almost want to turn off my notifications and not read my email, certainly not watch television, and create a little bubble of goodness and joy around myself, have coffee with Barbara more often, and, and just hide for dear life and hope for the past. <laughs> But but see, see, the, the, the creation myth tells us that, that although we have the tendency to want to do that, that we must do the opposite of that, that we must engage, that, that we must be a divine life at work uh, all around us, the... the, the the people who then bring justice and peace and reconciliation wherever we go, Uh, people who, who point towards the places where dignity and divine life seems to be lacking. That we must come together, together as human beings and remind the world that there's a better way. Whoever you are, whatever your story, circumstance or experience as Reverend Barbara told us at the beginning, you belong. Now, I have to say that, that it sounds really beautiful, don't it? <laughs> and we shake our heads. and We go, yes! Say it again, Long, Say it again. But, but then, if we're honest with ourselves, we know that we all have a list of folk who... Um, We, too, are guilty of objectifying and ignoring our list of people that make our naughty list. Oh, it might be different than congregations around the city, but we still have one. And it is that list, it is those people You know, those people. (laughs) The people that make our blood boil. The people that make us want to throw something at them. Even though we're nonviolent, we still want to be violent. (laughs) The people that don't fit Our understanding of what it means to be a people that divine life lives through and in. And unfortunately in communities of faith we have constant struggles so that in some ways takes away from the ability that we have together to model a different way to make space wherever we go so that the dignity of humanity and creation can be seen at its best. That where, where we go, the, the flame of divine life uh, uh, seems to, to be contagious to all those around us. That, that, that we model what it's like to hold attention no matter how difficult, so that Others can see that it is indeed possible to be different, to have different perspectives and stories. So those of us who are committed to to telling the world that diversity is a gift, and by the way, science tells us that diversity is not just a gift, it actually makes us stronger. We are stronger, more robust, better. We advance faster in the midst of diversity. Science also tells us that tribalism and high social cohesion produces a people that become inward facing, tribal, and difficult to deal with. And although we tend to see that tribalism and that difficulty to deal with with people unlike us. And, and I, could, uh, I could have fun with you today and, and ask you to, to write a list of those tribes that maybe you're not uh, a fan of. <laughs> but I don't want to feel the fire here. <laughs> I think our congregations have an opportunity. An opportunity to live into the creation myth. An opportunity to live into the potential of humanity to be agent of reconciliation. An opportunity to model what it's like for communities like yours, and like ours, to Find ways to live life together in the midst of disagreement, struggle, and strife. Oh, oh, it's not easy. And he requires us to do something that I know your pastor has been kind of maybe pushing you a little bit about. it. And, and by the way, she did not ask me to preach on this. So if I meddle, i take full ownership of it. But 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 it's 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 how do we then in this in this safe place for all people? How do we then begin to practice what it's like to make space for dialogue and conversation and struggle and respectful disagreement? Because folks, if we just do the Fox News version, except maybe on the other side of the political spectrum, then we are all of a sudden unable to model this interconnection to a community that so desperately needs a community that, that needs needs us together to, to help them refocus their energies on the issues that truly can bring us together. But yes, difficult issues, but, but issues that must be paid attention to. Poverty, racism, sexism, and homophobia. Issues that I know you and I together in our communities want to model a different way. So I want to invite you to become alongside us across the street, space makers for divine life. People committed together to modeling a different way, especially across difference, especially with those that make our blood white. Because I believe that once we begin to model it, justice will flow down like waters, and righteousness like an everlasting stream. We together, holding human dignity, we together (coughs) space-making so that Shreveport can become a light for all those who are looking for belonging, for liberation, for health, wholeness, new life, for acceptance for all those who are searching for their way home. Amen.